Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Kosberg. Every week, I interview thought leaders and experts who have used the book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. All right. Hey, welcome everybody. Rob Cosper here with another episode of our Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. Yes, I have a great guest for you today that I think you're really going to love. Charles Reed is a CPA, U.S. Tax Court practitioner, member of the IRS Advisory Council. So pay attention if you don't want to get audited. He's the guy you need to listen to. And of course, the founder of Get Payroll. He's an accomplished senior executive and entrepreneur. Uh, with more than 50 years of financial leadership. He's the best-selling author of four books, and most recently, The Payroll Book, A Guide for Small Businesses and Startups. So, Charles, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Great to have you on today, my friend. Bob, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. 50 years of experience in financial services. Oh, my gosh. How do you, you know, stay awake at night? Uh, (laughs) It's so exciting. (laughs) Well, you know, if I have problems sleeping, I already always have my book to read. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. I appreciate a good laugh. So let's dive in. I'd like to talk first about you, about Get Payroll, and then relate it all back to your book. So, So tell me who in particular you serve with your business. Obviously, you know, with your experience, you could serve anybody. But who do you focus on serving as kind of an ideal client? Our target market is the under 50 employee market. Okay. It's small businesses. Um, in government terms, very small businesses. Okay. We service some bigger ones. We service up to three or 400 people, but our, what we go after for marketing is the small guy. Okay. Um, the small business that doesn't get a lot of attention, that doesn't get the service that they need, that doesn't have a big enough staff to handle things like payroll. Gotcha. Because payroll is, is a, you know, it seems simple. You just write paychecks. Well, it's not. That's like saying, well, cooking, you just need a fire. Well, yeah, you no, know, you need a fire, you need pans, you need food, you need ingredients, you need recipes, yeah. you need cooks, you need all these other things to make meals. Right. So fire is not enough. Well, you know, writing checks is just the beginning. That doesn't even begin to touch the tax aspects. So, you know, our average client's about 17 people. The boss still runs it. He may have somebody else write the checks, but there's nobody there that understands payroll. Nobody understands the tax aspects and the problems that occur. And that's where we come in. We basically, you know, if you get somebody like 500 people, they've got a payroll expert. They've got somebody that understands it that's there in the HR department or the accounting department, and he oversees payroll, and he's a tax expert on employment taxes and so on, and you're paying him 80 grand plus, maybe up to $150,000. Well, we fill that in, you know, at 30 bucks a week. So, right, right, right. <laughs> Fair enough. You mentioned very small businesses, government terminology. Quantify that for me. So, what, what does that look like? Under 20 employees or up well, to? Well, government says small business is 250 and under. Okay. Employees. Gotcha. Well, to me, 250 is a large business. Yeah, I would think so. So, you know, micro business, a lot of people put it five. We have clients that are just single people. Right. They own their own corporation and they have to do taxes. Right. So not a big deal. We'll gladly take care of them. Gotcha. So, but our target market is the under 50. The competition at a hundred starts to get 
really, really vicious. Yeah. Our major competitor, one of our major competitors has a salesman that calls on every hundred plus employee business at least four times a year. Wow. Whether they want them to or not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and, they and generally uh, don't want them to. <laughs> right. And they offer them literally anything to get the float. Yeah. So it's a different business at that point. Right. And we don't choose to compete there. We like to take care of the small business, the small business owner. And, you know, we've got clients who've been with us for 30 years. Mm. They're friends. Yeah. You know, we get invited to weddings and birthdays and funerals yeah. uh, and all these things because, you know, you can't be in a, somebody's pocketbook for 30 years and not develop a relationship. Right. Right. No doubt. So talk to me about the payroll book. And you've written four other books besides that. This is your most recent. What was the thinking behind writing that book? And tell me, you've already said who it's written for, the the small business and maybe ideally very small business. What can that business owner you know, expect to, to get out of it? So talk me through why you wrote it and from the perspective of the reader, what they can expect. Sure. I get questions all the time. And we get some of the same questions over and over from small businesses that are clients or potential clients. And there's nothing out there in the marketplace that answers those questions. Right. The nearest thing is the payroll source, and it's published by the American Payroll Association. It's six hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. For a, a reference guide. Well, small businesses aren't going to spend six hundred bucks. So I said, let me write something that will fill that gap for small businesses. They don't need some of the things that's in the payroll source. It's just for big businesses, you know. So let me write something for my marketplace that gives them the information they need to understand about payroll. So it's designed to give them an understanding of all the aspects of payroll. It's set up in three sections. The first one is all the laws and entities and penalties and everything else. Second section is how actually to do a, a payroll. So if you've never done one, I'll walk you through it step by step. The third section is all the ancillary things, workers' comp, handbooks, illegal aliens, PEOs, technology, and so on. So it's really a reference guide. It's not something to sit down and just read. Right, right. It's to have on your shelf. So when you have questions come up or you need information, and that's why we wrote it. It took a lot longer to write than I expected. No kidding. It took two years. Wow. And the previous books I had self-published. And this one, my PR company, who's a client, so I use her and we trade things back and forth. I didn't say that. No, I didn't <laughs> say we barter. <laughs> anyway. But, I, but I, don't, I certainly don't think that you were ever expecting to sell 100,000 copies of the payroll book, right? The, it's not to make money. Exactly. The book the, is, the, the is not to make money. Right. It's to get the clients. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned before that you get questioned all the time, you, sure. certain questions. And so you wanted to make a reference book. Talk to me about some of the questions that you get typically from small business owners and that you answer in the book. Well, a couple of things for very small businesses and startups is, well, I'm just going to pay people as 1099ers. I'm just going to pay them as independent contractors. That's problem. And some people just say, well, I'm just going to pay them under the table, yeah. which is fraud. But you don't get the choice whether they're an independent contractor or an employee. There's a whole body of law that goes back 
hundreds of years that determines all of that. And it changes. March of this year, a new rule was supposed to go into effect that the Trump administration has had promulgated. The Biden administration canceled it and said, we're going to do something different. They haven't done it yet. So it changes and you don't know. U.S. Department of Labor says 70% of businesses misclassify employees, either as independent contractors versus employees or as subject overtime and not subject overtime. And the penalties can lead into easily five figures for a small business. Yeah, They can be devastating. So that's one of the big questions is, you know, can I pay these people as independent contractors? We go into it in detail. Then family members. Another big question is, is entity. What entity should I be? Should I be a sole proprietor? Should I be a corporation? That's the first chapter in the book is entity selection and how it affects payroll. As a independent, as a sole proprietor, you're never on payroll. You may have people on payroll, but you're never on payroll. You don't take payroll. You're not allowed to. You can take money elsewhere, but you, you don't do it as payroll. So there's all these things in how you want to establish it. And then the next biggest thing is I got this letter from the IRS and they want money. <laughs> yeah. I've got this tax penalty. What do I do? And in many cases, we can get it abated, particularly the first time uh, and sometimes multiple times because there's, there's ways around it. And people don't understand what they need to do to avoid those penalties. Right. My analogy is, is simple. When I grew up, Pele was the best soccer player in the world, maybe the best soccer player of all time. Wonderful athlete, still around. But if you take him and put him in the New York Yankees uniform at second base, he'd be absolutely lost. Sure. Doesn't know the, the rules, the game, the field, the equipment, the players, nothing. Still a great athlete. Yeah. So if you take a, an entrepreneur, he's a chef, he's a manufacturer, he's a dog groomer, he's a lawyer, he's a doctor, whatever. He's really good at what he does. Okay. He knows that really well, or he wouldn't stay in business. But when it comes to employment tax, he's Pele at second base. He's yeah. lost. Yeah. That's where we come in. Nice. So, and the book is designed two things to give them a lot of basic knowledge of what goes on in the payroll. And the second thing is when they throw up their hands, my phone number's in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Right. This is your client, one of your client acquisition strategies. So, you know, just absolutely. The thing that I like that, that you're saying is you, you've taken a, and forgive me, uh, I mean, no offense, but you've taken a very boring subject matter, right? And one that, quite frankly, I mean, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a small business with a dozen employees and another group of 1099s. And I've had to deal with all of this and, and it's challenging. And you've taken a subject that no entrepreneur wants to not only you know, is he Pele on second base? He doesn't want to be on the field. No, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't want to be there. He, she doesn't want to be there. And so, so you've taken that subject matter and you've put it into a reference guide, which isn't meant to be a book that's read cover to cover. It's meant to be a guide when people have questions. See, I, I think that's brilliant for a couple of reasons. And I, and I think it's worth noting because if you're listening to this, and you're thinking, well, my business is really boring and I can't write a book on this because, you know, it won't be interesting to anybody. Look, if you answer questions all day long in your business, there's your book, right? I mean, we've done books for accountants. We've done books for roofers. We've done books for uh, landscapers. 
you know, these are not books that are meant to be read cover to cover like a novel. They're reference guides. And so I love that you did that. I think it's really, really smart use of, of your energy and your efforts. So, so congratulations on that, Charles. Love it. We're pleased with the book and we're pleased with the results we're getting from it. Well, that's the next thing, right? So talk to me. How are you using the book? Obviously, you, you've already mentioned one thing. You have your telephone number in it when entrepreneurs throw up their hands and say, why am I reading this book when I can just call Charles? Call Charles. So that's one way. But how else are you using the book? And tell me about, you know, you mentioned we're getting great results from it. What does that mean? Well, I'm using it as an intro to podcasts, very yeah. frankly. And here we are. Uh, here we are. Exactly. That, that's why you're talking to me. Right. Because I have a book. Exactly. Well, a lot of, you know, we've done now probably 200 podcast interviews in the last year. Incredible. We do, you know, three or five a week. And on every one of them, as I will for you, I tell the interviewer that his listeners can go to theperilbook.com, enter the discount code normally podcast, and we'll ship a free book. Nice. Nice. Well, nobody goes to that extent mm. unless they're interested in payroll. 100%. So I get their email and they get my book. Yep. We stay in contact. Very few of them ever cancel that email or say, you know, take me off your list. Very few of them ever do that because they have an interest in payroll and we continue to provide them content. Yes. In the payroll business, in selling payroll, there's a truism. It's never no. It's just not today. Right. I have had clients come to me. I had one who's a very good client now brought me four major restaurants because I'd worked with his father 14 years earlier. Hmm. Okay. And he was doing payroll for these businesses. He got tired of doing it. He's a CPA. He called me one day and he says, Charles, you still do payroll? I said, yeah. He says, would you be interested in some new clients? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by getting in contact and knowing people who have an interest in payroll, and if they have an interest in payroll today, you know, frankly, in 10 years from now, they'll probably still have an interest in payroll, whether it's where they're at or where they've gone to. Lots of times we get clients that the accountant, the bookkeeper, whoever, has been doing payroll with us, leaves, goes to another company, and calls us and says, hey, can you do payroll for me here? Of course. Yeah. So it's building an email list. It's building contact with people who are interested in payroll. Nobody orders the payroll book because they're not interested in payroll. Right. Okay? Clearly. I'm sure I've sold a few to or given a few away to competitors, but so be it. Yeah. They can get it from Amazon for, I think, Twenty-two fifty at the moment. So, right. you know, right. they're welcome to it. So I use it. We give it away at conferences. We give it away at shows. We did a business expo here in Dallas recently. We gave away a couple of hundred of them. Nice. Again, nobody picks it up unless they're interested in payroll. Right. And if they're interested in payroll, sooner or later, they'll become a client. Love it. Love it. So Yeah, exactly. So talk to me about, give me some specifics if you can. You said you've been on 200 podcasts. This is one of the examples that you used. You've been on 200 podcasts. At the end of every podcast, you give the listeners an opportunity to get a free book because you know that if they're wanting a free book, they're not just trying to fill up a shelf. Like they have a question about payroll. Beautiful. So how 
approximately how many emails have you added in the last year from that strategy? And can you talk about specifics? How many new clients uh, have come on through that email list and through a continual reaching out in the last year of those people? Any specific numbers sure. for me on that? We probably shipped out 2,000 books. Okay, beautiful. Okay. Uh, we've probably picked up eight or 10 clients. Great. Uh, in this year. And we probably have four or five more online already for the first of the year. Great. Because that's a major time to change payroll services for the first payroll in January. Yeah. So, but an average client for us uh, is about $1,500 a year of revenue. Right. And in the payroll industry, the client normally lasts around seven years. So we're looking at a new client will generate at least $10,000 of revenue. Right. So you picked up 10, there's a hundred grand right there. Right. I give out a book that costs me a few dollars and for every 50 or a hundred I give out, I pick up a $10,000 revenue. Yep. And our retention is much better than industry average. Right. Because we provide really good service. Yeah. Uh, and we provide compliance that our competitors don't. So I've got clients who've been with me 30 years. Yeah. You know, at that point, Print. here what it cost me to. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, I don't care what it cost me to acquire. Them. Right, right. Beautiful. Hey, thanks for knowing your metrics. I love that. That's. Uh, I'm sure that I'm a CPA. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't normally ask specific questions like that, but uh, I, I figured with your financial experience. I bet you got some numbers for me. So very yeah. good. Thank you for doing that. So you, you talked about speaking engagements as well and conferences. Talk to me a little bit about that. Do you use the book to get the engagement? Uh, is there a system you have in place to do that? I've done a lot of speaking engagements because of COVID. COVID, sure. Okay. The book's been out for just over a year and COVID has been just rampant. Those things are beginning to pick back up. Yeah. My operations manager's wife, was a keynote at one here in Dallas just last week. Um, she's in education. So they're beginning to pick back up. We're on the Speakers Bureau. We're on the Payroll Speakers Bureau with the APA. And I expect to start picking up some speaking engagements from associations and so on, because any association that's made up of mainly small businesses, payroll has to be a big deal. Right. I mean, we do a lot of insurance agents. We do a lot of other people. We do a lot of dentists for some reason. So it would, wouldn't surprise me to get a speaking spot at a dental conference. Yeah. Okay. Because we do a lot of them. We do uh, an insurance conferences. Uh, we used to do a speaking at the uh, Underwriters Association conferences. And we'll pick that up once they start having in live in-person ones. We do the Rotary Clubs. We were doing all of those before COVID hit. Now right. the meetings are virtual at the moment. My, my Rotary Club meetings are, I've just gone back live and on a limited basis. Right. So we'll get back into public speaking and it is a perfect intro yeah. to public speaking. Yeah. Because we are a published author. Yeah. We are published with a major publishing house. Okay. All these things add up to give us credence. We have, if they want to see what we look like, I can give them well over a hundred videos from podcasts where they can see what I am, yeah. what I say, what I sound like, yeah. as well as actual public speaking engagements that we film because yeah. we try to film everyone we do. Sure. So those are the things the book gets me in and then my performance gets me 
repeat business and additional business. Sure, 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 sure. And the book helps you generate leads from your speaking engagements, from your podcast, that sort of thing. So, because any- all all this is designed to bring in business. Yep, get a customer. If it didn't bring in business, I wouldn't have done any of it. Sure, I'd be doing something else. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. So, any other things that you're doing with your book? that um, would be helpful for people that are listening. You, you, we mentioned podcasts, so any kind of media and PR, which is free, is fantastic. You mentioned uh, speaking. Anything else that you're doing? Are you doing any online advertising or marketing of your book? Yes. Or, t- talk we, to me we, about that. We have constant ads on Facebook and LinkedIn. We're, we're looking more at LinkedIn to try and up that success a little bit. We're getting a, a great deal of success out of Facebook. I don't use it personally, but professionally, yep. uh, we're on there to do it. We take excerpts from the book constantly and publish those. Uh, we're doing content out to our our email list every week, several times a week. We are constantly trying to get media. We issue news releases. We did a big one on the book originally when it came out and so on. Anything we can do to publicize the book and us and me as a thought leader and our ability to provide compliance expertise for our clients, we're, we're doing constantly. We also do some fun videos. We did a, a Godfather parody. We have a Christmas thing. <laughs> Charles, that, you're, you're making, you're working hard to make payroll fun. <laughs> and, and see, in the book, I put in a whole bunch of horror stories. <laughs> uh, okay, just and you laugh at me. Go, Jesus, how stupid can people be? But I, I tell people these stories because they are fun stories. Yeah. And so it makes the the reading a little lighter, a little lighter. than the Encyclopedia Britannica, you <laughs> at know. Least, at least I'm not this guy. <laughs> right. So I try to make it fun. And we do fun videos. You know, we do a lot of serious ones, but we do some fun ones. The, the most current one, Santa leans over to the side from his computer screen and says, Hey, Chuck, what's F-U-T-A? <laughs> Just FUTA. Which is federal unemployment tax, but it, it's just hilarious. And of course, Chuck is the new commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service. Oh, nice, Chuck Reddick. Yeah. So I sent him a copy to see what he'd say about it. I met him a few times when I was on the advisory council. I had lunch with him a few times. So. Very cool. Nice guy. Very cool. Yeah. Love. So it. We're having fun. Love it. Hey, congratulations. I uh, love what you're doing. I love how you're using your book. That's the whole key. I think you're a great example. And again, not to offend, but you're a great example of someone who's taken something that is not exciting reading, but you've made it fun and you've made it a resource. It's a resource yes. guide. And so any Absolutely. business can do this. And you've already expressed how you've brought in six figures of business your first year using your book in conjunction with free media. So Holy cow. Congratulations. I love it. Thank you. And, you know, I'm all in favor of it. I think everybody should have one. Yeah. You know, have your own book. This is my business card. Yeah. Yeah. I carry a box of these in my truck of my car. Nice. I can hand them out anytime. And on top of that, when we we have a box that's designed for this, it's a blue box matching the cover, and it has advertising on the box. So it's very recognizable. Yeah. Don't just ship in a plain brown wrapper. Yeah. You know, it's not... This is not pornographic. Yeah. It, it needs, but it, <laughs> everyone needs to see what it is. That's right. So everybody sees, yeah. you know, and we have questions on, you know, what's, what's the $13 billion problem you have, which is, of course, employment tax penalties. Yeah. So we try to make it interesting as possible. 
it is a boring subject. I realize <laughs> that. It's very dry. It's not boring to me, but it's yeah. very dry. Well, I mean, but it's but important. Small business owners need this info. If you're in business, payroll is critical. Yeah. It can kill you if you're not careful. And people have been put out of business because they didn't handle it right. Yeah. And the penalties and, and the IRS is not very forgiving. Yeah. Well said. I love it. Uh, Charles, thank you. You have a free gift, I hope. It sounds like. Uh, so where, where Absolutely can we Absolutely free. Uh, for your listeners. Yes, my listeners only. <laughs> Special deal for your <laughs> listeners only. Thepayrollbook.com. Love it. And if they will go there and enter the discount code podcast, okay, we will send them a free copy of the book. No shipping, no handling, a free copy. If they're the least bit interested in payroll, we'd love to send them a copy. Yep. I love that. So any small business owners listening, obviously go to the link, enter podcast is the discount code and uh, no shipping charge, no handling charge, which is fantastic. And the book is free. Otherwise you could buy it on Amazon for 22 bucks. But why would you do that when Charles will give it to you for free? So uh, well done, my friend. Thank you for being on the Publish Pro Profit podcast. And uh, people know where they need to go when it comes time for uh, for payroll. So thanks again for being a part of things. Hey, Rob, I just have one other question. Yes. Who's doing your payroll? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say their name out loud. <laughs> Maybe get well, payroll should be. <laughs> when the first time you're not happy mm. or you're not sure you're paying the right I'm price. I'm going to order your book. I'm getting give it. Give me a call. <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm going to send it okay. to my operations manager. I love it. Excellent. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rob.